I'm going to discuss something right now that I am actually going through right now at this very moment, speaking these very words to you. And like all the other episodes on my podcast, they are mainly to educate and create awareness around topics within the realm of mental health and well-being. But before I go deeper into the topic, I just want to issue a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional. So please seek professional medical advice in regards to what I'm going to talk about now. Three years ago, it was before lockdown, December 2019, I remember that I was struggling. Struggling at the point where the time changed. So it was at the time, literally, where the days became shorter and I lost a lot of the time that I would have in the morning to go and do all the things I used to love, like walking and running and jogging. What I did at that point was I tried to counteract it by taking all the summer routines and try to move them into the fall, autumn. So I used to go running really, really early. I used to go to the gym. I was trying so hard mentally to figure out why I wasn't feeling that great when I would wake up in the morning and realise that even though it was the same time, it didn't feel the same. And instead of encountering beautiful sunshine and sunrise and just light, I was just confounded by darkness. Darkness in my eyes and darkness actually deep within and it translated into tears and fear and not wanting to leave the bed or talk to anyone but that was 2019 and I managed to counteract that with a lot of gym and a lot of running fast forward a year which is 2020 I had my accident in September and I kind of fell into the same pattern of tearfulness, apathy, and just general depressive feelings during October. One year from that, which is about now, I am facing the same issue. So I had to go away and understand what the issue actually was. And in my research and talking to my own medical professionals, it sounds like I suffer from SAD, SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. And all the symptoms I was having closely aligned to this disorder. Like I said, I'm not a medical professional And if you feel that you do have, you know, these feelings and emotions and also habits when the clocks change. Either way, actually, whether you go into summer or you're going into winter, because it can actually work both ways. So if you're feeling, you know, that certain habits are developing, please go and talk to somebody about it, somebody who's qualified. Like I said... My podcast is about educating and creating awareness around these issues because as I'm sitting here right now, I am in the middle of those feelings. And 
what's happened to me was I've had to go away and understand it because there's six months of the year where I will turn into a hermit. I can clearly remember back in the past, I, I didn't want to go to work, I didn't want to leave the bed and it was just a really, really tough time because you just feel like your brain is closing in into you. And three years later, I'm at that same point today. The difference is I am doing a lot more about it. For one, I am talking about it. And I will come to a few points with how you can try to live with it and try to understand it as well. But my transition was I had to understand what it was. And it was a bit about going on the internet and researching it from credible sources, talking to people about it, especially people who know about it medically. And I took a few steps in order to try and live with it. So I'm just going to go through a few things that I have learned that I hope will help a lot of people listening right now. One of the first things I found was you have to be honest with yourself. You have to acknowledge that you are feeling bad. And if you know how you usually are when the days are longer and there's more light outside and there's more going on, and then you suddenly change when the opposite's happening, you probably know, I knew from instinct that something had changed in me. I noticed, for instance, that I wasn't eating properly. I was just not not really engaged with self-care and self-discipline and the self-compassion for myself during that time. So, for instance, I would just rely on takeout and just sit and eat and eat a lot of carbs and generally just sit there and just let the world go by. And that is not a very nice place to be in. That's happened to me in the last couple of days. But in the last couple of days, what I've also done is I've just stepped back and realised, okay, I am in the same point I was this time last year. Situation is different, but because of the shorter days, I feel like I've stepped back and just let it really overwhelm me. So the first thing is, you know, try and be honest with yourself, you know, acknowledge it, accept it. And I know it can be really hard if you actually can't identify with it because sometimes you think, oh, this is just usually what happens, right? You know, leading up to Christmas and the new year, we're just going to, you know, because we're all having to stay in, you know, staying in, eating more, sleeping less, which I'm going to come on to next. Um, We think that those are just normal things. But if you know you have a certain pattern and way of living and that's suddenly changed because the times have changed, then, yeah, be honest about what's happening with you. The next thing is sleeping. Sleeping well, I found, has been so important in the last few weeks since the clocks have changed because I 
I'm an early bird, I like getting up early, I like to make the most of the whole day and that means that the whole day for me is basically when the sun is in the sky and when the sun does set. So for me to suddenly wake up and realise that it's dark was very, very, very difficult because it also has a knock-on effect on the other end when you feel that you're not getting more sleep. So what's happened is I've naturally lengthened my sleep pattern if that makes sense whereas it would have been a bit shorter in the summer and for everybody it's different where it was shorter in the summer I've just made it longer in the winter and in the fall which we are in right now which is basically about seven to eight hours suits me again it's different for everybody but I find that my sleep quality, when I look at the apps that I have on my phone and other indicators, they're telling me that my sleep quality is actually better because it's longer. And because I'm in winter, I'm also being a bit more proactive, not to beat myself up if I'm staying in bed a bit longer to get more sleep, to feel more rejuvenated so I can actually get up and function. And that was one of the issues I was having when suffering with this disorder, is being able to still function even though your brain is telling you otherwise. The next point I find very important, which I touched on which I touched on earlier, if I can get the words out, is eating well. I like cooking. I find it's a really good way to relax and de-stress and to learn about other cultures and learn about how that how other flavors mix and match and things work together. And what I've learned in the past is at this time of year, my eating just goes downhill. I've noticed if I had kept a food diary, which I'm doing in the terms of like looking at my receipts and the takeouts I've eaten, they are all very heavily carb based. And that's what a lot of the research shows that at this time of year, we are more likely to want to eat carbs. And I've definitely done that. So in the last week, what I've done is I've just been more proactive and saying, okay, let me reduce the carbs because all carbs are not equal. Some carbs are good and some carbs are bad. So I'm not banishing carbs forever. I'm saying that let me just lessen the amount of carbs and increase the quality of those carbs as well. So eating more, for instance, sourdough bread or brown bread instead of going for croissants which I was literally devouring every single day for instance I just went out for a walk in the lovely sunshine and then I went past the supermarket and I told myself no I'm going to go home I'm going to eat the sourdough bread at home and I've made that conscious choice to start eating well so for instance I've done my weekly shop I'm going to engage in cooking making stews making whatever whatever tickles my fancy but making sure that it is wholesome, nutritious food because that also does help your mental health and your well-being in lots of different ways as well. Things like gut bacteria and other things can really, really help you in places you don't know they actually are having that kind of effect. The next point is, is remaining active. And Again, that was a really, really big challenge when I wake up in the morning and it's all pitch black and my body doesn't want to leave the bed. My mind's just saying, I'm going to wait for when I can see the light. And when I see the light, then I can move. 
when I say remaining active, I used to run a lot. I don't do that anymore, to be honest. I just make sure I get out of the house, go for a walk, making sure the sunlight outside hits my eyes, making sure that I'm taking in the air, the sounds, nature, just taking in the outside environment whilst it's there because nature is good for mental health and well-being as I mentioned in other episodes on my podcast and I love nature I love seeing the transition in nature as well I've spoken about how trees used to blossom in the in the in the spring and now they are going to sleep and hibernating for the fall and winter so seeing that transition just makes me realize that I am also part of this world and I'm also moving through all those different phases and I just need to be more resilient and aware and mindful but also very grateful as well so remaining active even if it's a 10 minute walk 20 minute walk if you're able to go for a run that's great just make sure that if you can just get outside because I know for a fact that when I come back in I just feel so much better instead of looking out from inside it's good to be outside next point is talking to someone in the last couple of years especially where I work I've been very 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 vocal about how I feel and it does pay to work in a company where you do have that kind of conversation a lot of the things we deal with at work especially with all the initiatives that um, human resources have brought forward is to understand that people form part of companies and people are really important so not just supporting people when working from home but understanding that people need people to talk to and I talk a lot about a lot of things to a lot of people I work with and for instance I've been quite brave and in all the places where I've had to go and mark you know I'm not here why I'm not here am I out of office I've specifically said that I'm not on sick leave I am on mental health leave and I think that's a brave decision to go out and say you know what I am on leave because my mental health isn't great at this moment in time and I'm going to work on it and improve it and I've even used the green ribbon for instance on our messaging app just to show that this is about mental health because I didn't even know up until now that the green symbol or yeah the green emblem it's like the um the HIV ribbon but it's green that stands for mental health awareness so I thought that was important to put on there as well next thing on the list is if you can if you can and this will be difficult for many people because life is difficult you know we all don't have the same opportunities in life but if you can go and take a vacation if you've got some leave coming up try and go somewhere if you can where there is a lot of sunshine and the days are longer because you will then naturally come back into feeling better on the flip side of that when you come back home you are still going to be faced with the period of again being in shorter days which neatly 
folds well into my last point, which I spoke to my coach about yesterday, which is basically having your tools ready for this point in life and also just having tools ready for whenever anything happens and just being able to deploy them when you need. So we spoke about how about doing something creative for the sake of it because if you're going to stay inside and for instance if the weather's bad outside you don't want to sit inside and think too much and get carried away by a lot of thinking which is not helpful because we know that our thoughts are not facts they are like the clouds in the sky they come and they go so we spoke about okay do you want to do something creative at home do you want to start planning a few trips outside for instance do you want to go into the city and go to a museum and go and do something else to keep yourself active as well and engaged in the world so those are the things that I've understood about SAD again like I said I am not a medical professional like my late father was he spent his whole life dedicated to people in mental health and it's really really weird that I just tapped in something about SAD on the internet and up came the company that he used to work for so there's probably a sign in there that what I am doing for myself and for anybody who's listening to this right now is the right thing to do I think talking and acknowledging about how we feel is so important for everything in the world at the moment and it's almost a privilege to be able to help educate and create awareness around mental health and mental well-being because this is all from my lived life experience and being able to use my life in a very positive way and sitting here right now feeling sad in sad and understanding what it is and how to try and live with it to me you know that is that is a good thing that's that's a win that's one of the wins i have with this is that you know what yes it's happening to me it's happening to millions of other people out there but if i can just use my voice and use my understanding of it in my own capacity to be able to help other people I think that is the strength that I can gather and use in a very positive way. As I said right now, I am sitting in the middle of this episode, this season, if we can call it a season, and it's it's not easy. I'm not claiming it's easy because I'm just rattling off so much about it and claiming that I understand it. It's not easy when you are in that mindset and it's because of things you can't control. For instance, we can't control changing of the clocks. We can't control when the sun sets and the sun rises. But what we can do is we can control what happens in between those hours. Like I said... Be honest with yourself, sleep well, eat well, remain active, find people to talk to, very important. Again, if you can take a vacation, do that. Do not feel guilty for taking time out because 
from experience, even sitting here right now, taking time out of work, I feel guilty because I know that I can literally be at work doing things, but I'm not. But I am taking time out to get my strength back, to get myself back on track so I can deliver more, be more, feel more, do more and don't feel guilty for that. And the last thing is, just make sure you've got your tools ready and deploy them when you need. And as I sit here looking outside, it looks like a very nice day. I don't feel very nice inside, but I live with the hope that in a few months time, we will have those longer days back. And I just want to make sure that whenever this comes around again, I'm prepared. As much as I can be, I want to be prepared for it. Because what I understand is this is part of me. This is me. This is who I am. And I need to be ready for when it happens again. And when it happens again, I know that I have the hindsight and I have the tools ready and I have the people around me that can support and help with it. And that's the most important thing, I think. So, like I said, everything I've mentioned is around education and creating awareness. I am not a medical professional. If you feel you need to go and talk to somebody about how you're feeling, please seek medical advice. 